Defenders. How the heck you doing? Welcome to Roll Flip Defend. I'm Casey. I'm Lara. I'm Will. And I'm Hannah. And we're Defend the Table. I had to explain what Defend... Really? <laughs> I was thinking about doing it during your introduction of yourself, and I was like, no, I'll wait. I'll give it a moment. I had to explain what Defend the Table was to someone in our D&D group, and I was, like, legitimately mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was twice as mad because they're in the Defend the Table Discord. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I was like, this is unacceptable. Like, she <laughs> thought I was joking. I was I was mad. I was like, what are you talking about? You don't know what it is or what any video I've put up. Literally, every time a new video shows up, it automatically gets posted. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was mad. I was not happy about oh. it. He's calling you out, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she might start listening now because I called her out so much. Oh, so how's the how's the gaming been for you guys? Uh it's been alright. It's been kind of quiet. We have played a lot of Crokinole in the last week. Yeah. Theater also made up. Theater also made up a board-ish game yeah. that he saw in Dino Dana called Game of Bones. It's based off of the popular franchise Game of Thrones, um, but with dinos and and you know a TV show for three-year-olds. Um, so, so no incest been, and fly, no, floppy mm-mm. human anatomy. No. It's a combination. Like it's mostly just set in the cold because I don't know. And um, the dinosaurs are fighting to stay, to not go extinct. Um, so there, there are nights that each have a dinosaur companion and they're trying to keep their dinosaur from going extinct. So did you shark your own child in this game? Like you did when we were playing the Game of Thrones game? <laughs> no, because it was mostly make-believe. <laughs> so is everything. It was more, yeah, it was more like, here's a figurine, mommy. This is your dinosaur. I'm going to tell you fake things that you have to do with it and you tell me if it survives or not. Was it Martin or Lewis? No, no, it wasn't. He hasn't gotten those out. He has asked, and I've said no. <laughs> Goodbye, SOS. Time. There's a there's a kid. I want to put kids game in quotes <laughs> because it's called Fort. It's from okay. Letter Games, okay. the guys that make Root. Yes, and it's essentially yeah. a two to four player game about who builds the best secret fort. And you okay. play a kid. So I will say that it's a kid's game because the concept is for kids so kids can play it. But yeah. I, I don't I don't think they made the game for kids. It was made for us with a, hey, remember when you used to do this cool stuff? So it, like, hits yeah. two birds with one stone. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It looks, it looks a lot of fun. And Recess has a thousand copies. That's cool. <laughs> and I almost... I almost um, Last thing about kids' games before we move on. I was really proud of Theodore in planning his birthday party. One of the things he wants to do is play board games. Mm-hmm. Yep. So our family is going to play dinosaur board games. Nice. S-O-S Dino. It's one, it's one of the ones he wants to play, yep. <laughs> We're tra- tra- training him good. Yeah. He knows. He knows where the fun's at. Yeah. <clears throat> we actually had a, oh, God, 20 seven year old board game birthday party yeah same girl nice. who did same not know girl. has not listened to her robin um, awesome. she knew she was like hey i know you have all this cool stuff so like 
for my birthday, can the D and D group just get together? And I was like, Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> <clears throat> we played here to slay. Here to slay, King of Tokyo. Lara lost King of Tokyo. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes. So we played uh, the one round, and I didn't play like I normally play because nobody had played King of Tokyo yet. So I'm like, I'm not going to be a jerk, and I'm not going to shark everyone like I normally do in King of Tokyo of just playing it cool and kind of like, uh, no, I'm good. And then just slowly rack up the star points like I normally do. And right. I lost and it. I was like, okay, that's fair. I wasn't playing how I did. But then we got into the next round and Casey got in my brain because he goes, oh, I can't believe you let Megan beat you in King of Tokyo. And I was like, all right, I'm out of it. I'm like, nope, I'm coming out to play King of Tokyo. No remorse. <laughs> so I'm playing the second round of King of Tokyo and like we knocked one girl out, which was good because she actually had to leave because she had to go and do her lifeguard job for a little bit. <clears throat> I'm like, okay. I'm like, I actually can win. Like within three rounds from now, if I don't die, I'm playing this in a way that I can get up to my 20 victory points and nobody will know about it. The guy who plays, <laughs> whose turn was after mine, he had the card <laughs> that for every, so if you got at least one hit, uh, you got an additional one. So I, yeah, I only had I had five health left. He rolled four, <laughs> which gave him yeah. the five, and he yeah. knocked me out because I was in Tokyo, and I was like. And as everyone continued for the rest of the oh, day, yeah, it was just, it. oh, <laughs> Sean, no, because I was so mad. She, nice. You're leaving out a critical piece of information. She had 18 of 20 points. Yeah, I did. So if like, I had made it through back won. to my round, I would have <laughs> yeah. won with no issues. And then Sean rolled those four hits on me, and I was Ow. like, God damn it. <laughs> we did a rousing game of Dungeon Derby. Yeah. Nice. That was actually a lot of fun because we had seven people, so I was just the DM. Yeah. And I oh, rolled cool. the dice, so they only had to bet and screw each other over. Um, That's awesome. Which had a very different dynamic. Yeah. Um, we did another game, which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. later today, so I'm not going to spoil it. Um, nice. And we finally, finally, since Gen Con 50... I actually played a full eight-player game of Captain Sonar. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because we had eight people. I'm like, what games do I have that can do eight people? And I was like, we can do submarines. I have to say, I I don't think I've been that stressed in a game before. Oh, God. (laughs) That made me stressed. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Mm, I've been looking at that. There's a new expansion out for it. So I've been looking at it a lot again, and I want to play so bad. It was it was one of those times where we were down three nothing. We should not have won. Yeah, we really shouldn't. Then have. we found where they were and like wrecked house. They had like nice. numerous. We had two. We had a a, a, a miss mine, a, a direct torpedo, and another miss mine. But where they <laughs> screwed themselves is you know how the engineers have to show each other the the lists. Yeah. I was one engineer and Robin yet again was the other <laughs> engineer and like she showed it to me I was like the line goes right through the corner and they like took they so they had to erase the whole thing do the whole thing over again but then yeah. like for a half a second he yelled at Megan from like moving her elbow which made him go over yeah 
Uh, and there was like just a little bit of infighting. If they wouldn't have made that mistake, we would have lost 100% because they were like, would have do- dove down and shot us immediately. Yeah. Jeez. Like that one mistake let us win. Yeah. We got, we got <laughs> very lucky. It was, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was a stressful day, cool. but it was good. Yeah, at one point in time, Casey, it's like I had everything filled up. Like, everything was ready to go. But Casey was out of, like, what we could do. So we had, I think, we we had to surface twice. Yeah, couldn't do anything because yeah. the captain won't listen. Stop going north. But we couldn't. That was all we could do. I, whatever. We we were stuck. Nah. Otherwise, we were going to hit islands. Nah, Sean could have been so. better captain. <laughs> No, he, he was doing Could have been a better cat. He was doing fine. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was not doing fine. Sean, you were doing fine if you, you were listening weren't. to this. You were doing absolutely fine. Casey was being a jerk. Don't listen to him. You did a fine job as a captain. Nope. <laughs> Don't um, be a dick. So that was it. It was really like we gamed all in one day and then really haven't done anything since. Yeah. Then we D and D on Sunday. D and D Sunday. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we D&D, and we played Crokinole a couple times this week. Yeah, I got back into Heroes of the Terry Cluster this week. Good. Uh, I've been dealing with uh, customer service this week with a couple, couple of shops, a couple of publishers. About Mostly what? well. Uh, I sent a request to uh, Yellow just to see if I can get a new box for King of Tokyo, because mm-hmm. mm. we had put it in the bit box, and we're running out of storage. Um, and I didn't know if that was a part that they can replace or not. So mm-hmm. I just shot an email to see, and they're like, no, we can't do that. Um, she, the, the woman who responded did say uh, they have been kicking the idea around of a large box that can hold all of the expansions. Ooh. Uh, so I told her if they go for that, that we would be all in. Right. Um, so that was that one. And then I ordered uh, a second set of sleeves and the Treaty of Paris board for 1775 from Academy. Nice. And the fun, the fun fact is basically any war that the U.S. has been part of since their founding <laughs> has ended in the Treaty of Paris. Uh, so 1775 and 1754 both have a Treaty of Paris board, and they sent me the wrong one. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I just, uh, I tried to contact them the other day when I opened the package, and I haven't, that was two days ago, and I haven't gotten a response, so I just sent, uh, that was through their, like, contact form, so I just sent an, an actual email to see if that goes through. Nice. So, I mean, worst comes the worst, it just means we have to buy 1754, mm-hmm. which, not against it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had, I did have my, I had my Game of Thrones game today, and I kicked butt. I thought nice. I was gonna lose! I yeah. did. It did not look good. I played against. I was. I was free folk, and they were Lannisters. And I. It. It looked. It looked bleak. I was catting out left and right, and then oh, no. they had horses, and I split my people. And the problem was, where like when you got the objective, you could only move two inches, not two inches less, not you know two inches more, two inches flat. No matter what you did. So, like, my bones are on the other side of the world. They're like, we're coming, guys. Oh, no. My giant made it across the map before anything. Wow. It felt real good to one-shot Jamie Lannister, though. Oh, God, it felt good. It felt real good. (laughs) Um, And I won by victory points, which I've never done before, so that was fun. Oh, cool. It was a good time. Yeah. We were talking about letter games earlier. Um Mm -hmm. Root 
has a yeah. digital game now. Yes, they do. And it's stupid good. Yeah. The the animations are beautiful. The cartoon animations do letters like art style great justice. Nice. And they don't change So from what I can tell, they don't change the rules of the game. There is one timing issue that people who have played the board game are calling out. Okay. And it only affects the Marquis de Cat. Where <laughs> in, in the rules, even when you look at the rules in the game, which are just scanned PDFs, essentially, of the, the real board game rules. Right. Um, it says that when the Marquis loses units, they can immediately, or it says you can discard cards of the same clearing and bring them back from the field hospital. Good okay. Lord, sorry, there was a burp that I had to hold back. It would be real rude to Mike. Um, but I in you were really <laughs> um, but in the digital oh, yeah. game, it for some reason doesn't trigger until the beginning of their turn, oh. which is not correct. But like they didn't change the rule and say at the top, like it just triggers at a weird time for some reason. So it's probably a simple code change. Yeah. Um, the best part about it is, and this is why I like Root a lot, and it's made me want to start playing more again because the couple times I've played, which you haven't even played mm-hmm. it yet, um, what, I, what, what makes me like the game so much, every faction is 100% different from another faction. Right. So it's not the same thing with four different skins depending on what animal you are like they're completely different so you could play the game numerous times and figure out like okay every time we play i want to be this or i want to be that right um so it's got me every time i've played i've happened to be the marquee de cat because i own it so it's easier like i don't know i've just that's just who i've always been stuck with for some reason um, probably just because they're orange and people just don't pick orange when they're around me because they know. <laughs> I don't know. This is true. Um, but I thought the eerie, which are like the bird people who the cats yeah. took over from, are, I thought, uber, uber difficult to play. Like, I yeah. couldn't, I was like, how would you do this? This is so difficult and complicated. Like, how do you not mess up easily? Mm-hmm. And then watching the computer play them, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> um, just little things like that. I was like, oh, now, now I've then, I, then I've played them digitally and went, oh, I understand how to do this immediately. But for some reason, it seemed super complicated when I read the board. Yeah. And it's not. It is only the base game. It does not have the two expansions, three expansions <laughs> now, actually. Um, the third expansion, actually, I just saw it recess today. Uh, it's called the... the the clock, the clockwork something, oh. clockwork something. I don't know what it is, but the point is, it's a pack that will NPC a faction, one of the four main factions. That's so, like, cool. if there's only ever two of you and you want to keep playing four people games, or there's three or whatever, that is super cool. It tells you how to play them like robots. I went, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's fifteen dollars yeah. on Steam, which is stupid nice. Worth. Every cent. The again, the I, animations are so cute. I was expecting you know thirty bucks for it. So, and I think it's worth That's, it. Yeah, like, absolutely. The game's not. The sound of it. It's not broken. It doesn't do the the digital board game trope of changing rules for some unknown reason. Like, right. I guess Blood Rage Digital is not Blood Rage physical. Ooh, and okay. their people are mad because when you bought the 
collector's edition, for lack of a better term, from your FLGS. It came right. with a digital code, plus it gave you physical, extra physical stuff for the, the normal game. Okay. So people are mad that they're buying something and they're two realistically different things. Right. Which sucks because I've always wanted to play Blood Rage, but I don't want to spend the money to play Blood Rage. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, oh, I'll play it digitally and see if I like it first before I want to invest. But now I'm like, well, if it's a different game, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Mm. So Root also, much like I think Cartographers, which we're going to have to try out, sir. Um, yeah. But Root yeah. is coming to mobile like within a couple weeks. Like it's, oh, it's said very soon. And the it will have crossplay, and nice. you can play both of them uh, past the turn. So we don't all have to be on at the same time. It'll say like, "Hey, you're, it's your turn up. You can do your thing." So we could actually have a game and not That's have awesome. to actively play it live. But you could obviously yeah. also play it live. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, me too. I think we're playing Root Sat something Monday. Okay. I'm debating between that or if we're going to start, if we're going to do the, so we did a shadow run demo, <laughs> which ended gloriously. Yeah. It ended real. Yeah. They tried to drive away and glitched, which is when you roll more than half of your dice or ones, bad, bad things happen. We drove yeah. off a cliff. Hold no, hold on. But it's a super glitch. If you glitch out and you don't have a single success and real, real bad things happen and that's what happened to them. So their getaway ended up going off of the pier and sinking into the ocean and everybody died. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) All literally all they had to do was get off the pier and they took a hard right. Very literal. And I was like, well, that's the end of the game night. Hope you guys had a good time. I thought we drove off a mountain. No. Oh. You drove, you drove off into the water because you were on the docks. Oh, jeez. So good. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're demoing Starfinder next. Oh, cool. Which. Let me know how that goes. I, I've, I've read the book. Yeah. So, like, the beginner box literally has a 95-page player's manual. It's almost okay. everything that you need. Like, it doesn't have skills and feats, but otherwise it, it's everything. Gotcha. Okay. And it, I, I have played Pathfinder a little bit. I only mm-hmm. did like two digital campaigns. <clears throat> but it seems to have taken what I've heard at doing my research and watching this one particular guy on YouTube. Sorry, I don't remember your name to give you a free shout out. <laughs> I guess the feats specifically was like 27 pages in Pathfinder or something like that. Wow. And Starfinder is like six. <laughs> like they've okay. they've reduced things instead of having the same thing named five ways, it's just like one thing. Right. Um, yeah. What was cool. they do some stuff real weird. Oh, spells. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not every uh it's not after a long rest. Okay. It's every twenty four hours from when you cast the spell. Oh, weird. How do you keep track of that? That's hard. Yeah. Weird. So I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm home, I'm home brewing that immediately. That it's, it's, you yeah. take a long rest because that's, yeah. I, I get the that's, idea, and maybe, right. maybe we're gonna like do the demo. We're like, oh, you actually have to like keep track of time in this game, and maybe mm-hmm. it maybe. works. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was weird. 
Um, you get these things called, I'm, I'm resolve points. I want to say, and there are a certain amount of points that you get, and they refresh every short rest, which is only ten minutes in this game. Okay, and you can spend those points during your short rest to heal. Um, you can spend one of your points to revive a fallen teammate, or if you're the one who falls, you spend a point to not die. Okay. Um. So that was that was cool, and there was something else I really liked. Oh, backstories in D&D are kind of fluff. Like, you really don't get a lot of bonuses out of them. They're just kind of there. Right. These, you now have your character's race, uh, you have your class, and you have a theme. And the theme actually gives you skills, health, uh, fortitude, reflex, decks, like, saving throws and stuff like that. So, like, themes actually matter. That's cool. Which looks real neat. And they have, you can roll characters like normal D&D, roll your D6s. Um, mm-hmm. Or they have a point system where depending on, you know, if you want one 18, you're probably going to get like, I think it's two 14s and then three 10s. Okay. So there's a, bunch, there's a bunch of different stuff. It looks really neat. I've wanted to play it pretty much since yeah. that Gen Con when they're like, we have a new game. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? So. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a real good video up there too. We have we have the the one girl Chelsea, like she likes the concept of D anD D, but she's not u- really into high fantasy. Yeah, she wants a sci fi game, and I was like, I think you're gonna like. I think this is the one that you're gonna want to play because it's the closest thing to what people already know. There you go. And it doesn't involve rolling seventy two d six. Although I'll do it. I think she did enjoy Pathfinder though. It's... Yeah, she's just like high fantasy. Yeah, that's why I think this is an easy yeah. fix. Nice. Cool wizard stuff. We started up, uh, well, not we, but um, Brian and Kurt and Peter and Liam and I started up a new Edge of the Empire game last week. Nice. <gasps> this reminds me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. I need to know if it's live. By the time you listen to this, my article should be live. Oh. <laughs> this, so, this ties in so perfectly to what Casey wrote. So I am doing, again, what you're playing, kind of sort of a sponsor. Um, I'm doing a series called A Proper Guide to Tabletop RPG Night. Nice. And I'm going step-by-step step on things. If you want to have a successful tabletop RPG night, this is what you have to do. Step one, uh, part one was arrival time, and it's all about, you know, make sure there by dice down is noon, not be there at noon. Like, that right. means the game starts at noon. Don't screw with people, blah, blah, blah. So the, the one that it is not posted yet, I just submitted it yesterday, <laughs> is... Um, uh, is food and beverage. Don't get too drunk. So it's talking about like, hey, if you order food, make sure you like respect the wood, like put coasters on, blah, blah, blah. And then I went, yeah. drinking is always allowed. It's not frowned upon if you're of, of rightful age for your respective country. I was like, but make sure that you do it in moderation because <laughs> if you get too drunk – it's going to make you mad. It's going to make the other players mad. And who knows? You might end up getting so drunk that you accidentally cause a mutiny because you think you're being funny and then get jettisoned out of an airlock out of a spaceship. So the moment that article goes live, you bet your ass I'm sending that thing to Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt didn't... 
Kurt didn't cause a mutiny. Kurt tried to yeah. cause a mutiny. Yeah. The problem was is that Carrie's character was so loyal a that she stabbed robot. him. A ruthless <laughs> robot bitch. She's like, deuces. <laughs> she stabbed him. Then Bill, Brian, and I, our characters were freaking out going, yeah. what do we do? And she goes, I'm letting him go. And then she pushed the button. That was so good. And bye. Don't cause a drunk mutiny and then not wonder what's going on when I see you the next morning. When the doors open, I go, Kurt, do you have any idea what you did last night? He's like, no. And I was like, we're going to have to have a talk, buddy. <laughs> You're going to need a new character. So, uh, yeah, that article yeah. should be that article should be up by the time that you all listen to this. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, so good. That was one of the best nights of role-playing, though, that I think that we've ever had. Because it was... I think we all played our characters so well that night. That was so good. That was my first ever game, role-playing yeah. game. Yes, yeah. it was. And it was, just, it was such a great introduction. <sighs> yeah, we'll call it that. <laughs> Here's a great introduction how you should do some things and how it's a terrible and idea. I shouldn't, yeah. This, yeah, this, yeah. this system fits the Rim Rats. Starfinder, there's literally a class called, I think it's like Envoy, and it talks about yeah. your, like, a space internet sensation. Awesome. Like, I was like, oh, this is the game that you guys needed to run. Man, I yep. had, I was, I think I made as a logo for the Rim Rats you at did. one point in time. I gotta some, go find that. Someone did. You had some good artwork for that, yeah. We had the subreddit all ready to go. Because, yeah, because we were, for some reason, we were like, 1950s meets 2020 meets space podcasters. <laughs> and the camera was an yeah. old pit droid from the yeah. Clone Wars. That's right. Yeah, that's right. With Space Circuit City, which was just a museum to Circuit City. <laughs> but where our downfall hit was, well, do we take the back to the to the world that is dying? Or do we sell it? Or do we steal these do-backs? <laughs> 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 oh god that game was so good <sighs> yep so good uh, yeah <sighs> <laughs> I love that game we so talked much. a long time because there's no news like nothing is going on in the board game industry it just doesn't exist no. right now all of my kickstarters have been delayed now by every, like every kickstarter's delayed that yeah. makes sense yeah my my crokinole got delayed until the end of November yeah uh, Larry got messed up on that my one. uh it, my communist cats got delayed, but for a valid reason, and I'm totally cool with it, is that the printer that they sent their stuff to, they ran out of the thick card stock that they're printing all the cards uh, on. So they're okay. like, we were offered to print it for cheaper, but we didn't want to give you guys cheaper quality for what you paid for this game. So we figured, you wouldn't, we figured you wouldn't mind waiting a month, and everyone was like, no, we totally appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. At least they're keeping you updated. Yeah, that's what I'm grateful about. I didn't hear anything from the company, my mystery dice thing, for like three weeks. And then I realized that the guy who created the Kickstarter, he made a little sub post inside of a post that he did two weeks ago. So it's like, I'm never going to see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing of mine. I don't think it's been pushed back any further. In fact, everything seems to be on track now. So we should get the first way uh, Jurassic Parks is going to distribution centers right now. Nice. So nice. we should have that by the end of October, I think. That's awesome. Steam Forge. Yeah. 
Wood is still on track to deliver the core game for Horizon in November. We'll see. There's something else. Oh, there was a new one that just finished last week um, called Bad North, based on a video game, Viking video game. Oh, I thought Uh, you were going to say Northgard. Oh, Northgard, yeah. I've been playing Bad North, the video game. Northgard is the one that became a board game. Yes. right. Yes. I lied. I have one game that's not pushed back. Little Death is still on track to come on time. Mm Nice. They're waiting. There's 50 people who have done not done their backer surveys yet. And I'm like, you spent money. You should be on top of this. Do people forget. I don't understand. Yeah. The only reason I've ever delayed was if it came at a time like before a paycheck. And I knew yeah. I want I knew I wanted add-ons. That's mm-hmm. the only time that I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh Dinosaur 1944, I haven't done that one yet cuz we're waiting until we feel like it it's, it's sandy. Get man. the last. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I get that. Speaking of Sandy, uh, in 40 minutes from time of recording, uh, <laughs> Peterson Games is sponsoring Critical Role tonight. Woo! Oh, that's cool. That's so awesome. I don't, I'm assuming they're going to plug the peeps. The, the uh, oh, he has to. God, he has to. Um, yeah. I'm assuming they're going to plug the, the PA 5e yeah. book, would mm-hmm. be my guess. Yeah, I don't know, but I got an email. But I was like, "Oh, I'll turn on." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. Master of Wills, their latest Kickstarter ends in uh, 13 hours from time of recording. Nice, 179 backers, 22 grand out of the 10 that they wanted. There you go. And they're not doing a backer kit. Really? Oh, I don't even know how that works. Like, how else do you do? Yeah. You have to do with some kind of pledge management. Apparently, they're just skipping it somehow. I don't. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because, I mean, don't you have to get things verified? Like, yes, you can take stuff out of people's accounts, but don't you need to have that after verification? No. Like- so essentially what they're doing is they're saying you ha- if there's add-ons that you want to buy, mm-hmm. you have to put them in your, um, like now, like in your pledge. You need to pledge mm-hmm. everything at this exact moment in time, not do it later. I had to do that with my dice too, but I mean, they like still, I don't know. That seems like so many things can get screwed up if you don't have that pledge manager at the end. I don't know, man. I do not know. All I know is there's a faction pin set at $25,000 and we're not going to get there. Oh, damn it. I can't wait (laughs) for my communist cat enamel pin. I'm so excited. (laughs) We got a dress for this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, now you make all the t-shirts that I wanted. Screw you guys. <laughs> you better sell them later. Uh, the Birdie expansion Kickstarter ends in a little over a week from the time of recording. Oh, yeah. I backed it for like the $30 that they wanted. Yeah. I totally forgot I, about that. I'm playing in the back for the base game, too. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it, but I it was super good. It was super fun. It was. It was, it was really fun. Fun. <laughs> I, okay. I loved it because oh. Casey lost and he was so mad. Dude, I couldn't throw. I couldn't throw for crap in that game. And then I'm trying to call foot faults, and no one's calling foot faults with me. So I had to play like so million cards, and what? you had the only one. Hey, man. That's true. Yeah, yeah, then Hannah and I teamed up. Yeah, yeah, back. So instead, I broke both your ankles. 
Yeah. No, you didn't break yeah. mine. You break their theirs. ankles. Yeah, yeah, but it was Hannah and I. I looked at them when I said your. I know, but I'm saying, but it was Hannah and I who I made your footballs. I don't care. Uh, foot faults. I realized yeah. I said footballs. All but all but your foot, first footfall, Casey, that you tried. I had another footfall card. You were calling them on me. <laughs> I know what I was doing. You should have been a respectable player and said, "Yep, you're right. I stepped on my disc." Or not been Lazat. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. yeah, if we actually would have played properly, I don't think <laughs> Hannah would have destroyed us nearly as much as we were destroyed. I had fun. Uh, Speaking of Lazat. I would, I would like to say that Bill and I were not destroyed badly by I Hannah. You were wrecked. <laughs> I was wrecked. Um, random sidebar for Lazat. This has nothing to do with uh, board games. Sorry, folks. Um, he just got engaged. Aww. Congrats. I think there's a tournament up in Massachusetts where he just got engaged at. It's all cool. over Instagram. Um, so when we were uh, trying to find games for eight plus people, which took a while, yeah, we remembered that there was one in the plastic that we've played many times before we've owned it. Yeah. And that's what Lara's topic for the week is. Yeah, I remember it. I know I said I was going to talk about Azul, but then we played this game and I remembered how much I love this game so much. I want to talk about Secret Hitler. <laughs> I don't think that bodes really well for me that I said I'm really excited about communist cats coming in and now I'm like, I let me talk about Secret Hitler right now. Well, someone's a big Axis fan. <laughs> no, the Axis apparently sucked. We apologize for all the people who died in World War II because of terrible people. But let's talk about Hitler. That got weird. It did get weird. I'm sorry. I'm an awkward person. What do you want from me? Call of Duty Cold War. We should take that part out and post. Yeah. <laughs> we do it live here. A legitimate audio engineer on staff, and I'm like, nope, don't have the time for it. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. I'm an awkward person. I can't help it. We know. I really can't help it. I know. <laughs> so, Secret Hitler is all about trying to uh, either pass uh, fascist policies or liberal policies when you're playing the game you want everyone to believe that you are a liberal even if you have the fascist cards and somebody's going to have hitler there's going to be a fascist card who can help what is wrong with you why are you laughing over there no i don't like this what do you what is going on with you (laughs) you went (laughs) You went to announcer mode out of nowhere. I, okay. Like it's normally you're like, "Hey, welcome to Secret Hitler." It's a game where we're trying to pass fascist policies. <laughs> your, your voice, you went, you went into work mode, and it's really. I funny was going to say, me. it's I have I have two voices. I have it's, my normal yeah. person voice, and then I have my I am announcing over the uh, speakers of a casino. I, I can't help it. This is really funny. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't hold it in. Yeah. So based on how many players you have depends on how many fascists will be in your midst and how many will not be. So if you're playing uh, five to six players, you it's one fascist and one person is Hitler and everyone else is playing liberals. And then seven to eight players, there are two fascists and another person is Hitler on there giving you a total of three people. Uh, and then nine through ten is there are three fascist players and one person is Hitler. So total uh, bless you. Sorry. <laughs> of uh, four baddies out in the midst. Um, so everybody is given random identity cards, and there are two cards in each. And 
as we had a lot of people ask when we were playing it, they were like, why are there two cards if obviously both of them say fascist, fascist, or liberal, liberal on there? And I brought up the fact it's because there are two cards. Because if you're a fascist and you're also Hitler, you will have two cards. So it's a way to make sure that nobody can tell mm-hmm. based on, even though it would be kind of hard, but you know there's going to be some person who just automatically right. knows how thick a card is at all times and be like, oh, I got two cards in here, or... I think that person has two cards in there. So it's just to make sure that it's kind of an even playing field of everything. So you have, so when you get into gameplay, that's how it all starts. You line up the boards based on how many players you have. You have a liberal board and you have a fascist board and there will be one person who is the president and the presidential uh, plaque gets passed around uh, person to person in a whatever order you want. I think we normally do it clockwise, but I'm sure there are some people who play counterclockwise. I don't think that generally matters. And then the president president gets to um, decide who they want to be the chancellor. And that comes in, that is kind of a power move at a certain point, but for the first couple of rounds, it doesn't really matter. But the chancellor has to be, voted in by everyone who's playing. And so you have a uh, ya card or a nine uh, (laughs) cards for yes or no. And everybody votes. And if everybody, if the majority say yes, then the chancellor is voted in and they can go through with the policy uh, enacting. If uh, no goes through, then there's a token on the liberal board that, after three failed votes, no matter what the top policy card is on your pile, that immediately goes into effect, regardless of anything. Um, but if yes happens, then the president picks up three policy cards, looks at them, discards one, and gives two to the chancellor. And then the chancellor will decide between those two which one will get enacted, either liberal or fascist. Um. There should be there should be no talking between anybody while these are happening. And then what should happen afterwards is once <laughs> the policy is placed, then conversation gets conducted over why did you place that card down versus another one. And then this is where if you're a fascist, you're going to try and lie and say, well, I was only given two fascist cards, so I had to play one down. I don't know mm-hmm. what the third one was. And then the president should be like, no, I gave you a liberal and a fascist. And then it starts to, you want to try and play deceit into other people's brains. Right. Because if you enact six fascist policies, fascist wins, six liberal cards, the liberals win. Or, and this is why the chancellor can be a, a bad thing, if after three fascist policies have been placed and Hitler gets elected as chancellor, the fascists win. The funny part was on Saturday when we were playing this game, <laughs> Michael realized that he, well, he was one of the guys we were playing with. He had Hitler in his thing and the, there were three fascist policies down and he was handed the chancellor uh, plaque and didn't wait for the vote to go through. He goes, well, we win. And we were like, excuse me. He goes, I mean, what? Uh, and we're like, okay, so we know that Michael's Hitler. 
<laughs> so then we just played it as the next policy. We were like, okay, the president can assassinate someone on the table, and if that person is Hitler, then the liberals win. <laughs> So it's what happened. And there's different things on the um, fascist board that as fascist policies get enacted, things can happen. Like, let's see. the uh, So after three fascist policies, the president at the time can look at one of the player's cards to see who they are, mm-hmm. which can be handy if you are a liberal president and you happen to pick up Hitler's. Then you know who it is and you can make the suggestion that when the next fascist policy gets played, um, the president must kill a player. So if the president happened to know that Hitler was the card that they looked at, they can try and force that to be the one that gets assassinated. That also happens in the next round. And then the veto power is unlocked, which I need to reread that rule because it was a little confusing to me when I read it, and it kind of made sense, but it didn't. And then after that, then the fascists win if they hit it. But... I'm sorry, and it's only one, two, three, four, five liberal policies have to be enacted, which sometimes happens right away that the people who are liberal, because at the same time, like nine times out of ten, the first policy to ever get played is going to be a liberal policy, unless Mm -hmm. you are really trying to screw with people and you play that fascist card down. Um, But most of the time it's going to be a liberal one, and then it kind of goes back and forth. So... It's a very, it, we like to akin it to werewolf and all those other types of deceit games where, you know, the fascists know who the other fascists are. They know who Hitler is to help try and get things ready to go. But mm-hmm. um, it's a game of deceit and it's really fun. And the more people you have to play it, <laughs> the more interesting it gets. Because a lot of people, and especially if it's with your friends and you're not mm-hmm. playing it with random people, you can start to see other people's tells. Like, you know. I'm a liberal. Yeah, I'm a liberal. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally believe that. Okay, just so I'll read it out loud to everyone. The veto power is a special rule that comes into effect after five fascist policies have been enacted. All legis- legislative sessions after the fifth fascist policy is enacted, the executive branch gains a permanent new ability to discard all three policy tiles if both the chancellor and the president agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president draws three policy tiles, discards one, and passes the remaining two to the chancellor. As usual, the chancellor may instead enact either policy and say, I wish to veto this agenda. If the president can sense by saying, I agree to the veto, both policies are discarded and the president uh, placard passes to the left as usual. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing. Which I can see that actually being a good thing. Like if you are a fascist and you're trying to make it not obvious that you're a fascist and you get those two fascist policy tiles down, you're really trying to keep the heat off of you. Just be like, I don't like these. (laughs) And you hope that uh, everyone's like, oh, that makes sense. And they must not be a fascist at this point in time. Or (laughs) if you're, if you and the president at the time are both, uh, fascist and you have just liberal cards and you want to get rid of them (laughs) to try and win the game i love the game 
It's a really good game. <laughs> it's silly that it ag- the plaques aggravate me still. Yeah, Casey doesn't like the plaques. The, pr- the president's plaque is lame, and the chancellor's plaque looks dope. <laughs> and it should be flipped. Okay. That's all. It's it's silly. It's the only thing I don't like. So I think they did the graphics backwards. I like that uh, some of the fascists, like, um, or maybe they all are. They all are. They're all like, you're all like toads. Lizards. Yeah, you're all like toads. And, and then Hitler's Hitler raptor. Yeah, like, that's nice. You guys can't see, but I'm showing them the the cards but yeah like look how much you nicer had, that you is. had it flipped the president's one is cool the chancellor's is like no it's the exact opposite but that's what i'm telling you they say oh you're saying you like because this one looks <laughs> it looks nice professional yeah. and this one looks okay cheesy i, I see but i kind of like this one well whatever you're wrong maybe it's <laughs> i don't want to be the chancellor because i don't want to be hitler but that's a lie we won the last round because I, I ended up being Hitler. And I didn't give it away, Michael. <laughs> but it was funny because it was me and Michael were your yes. the other fascists. This nice. is the only game, the only game, the only game where I don't want neoprene. Yeah. Their mats are so thick and beautiful and they've got like, in, I almost said embezzlement. That's not the, the word yeah, that I want. Yeah, it's got the gold embossed Embossed, that's the word that I want. Or it not looks lettering, nice. but it's got... Details, yeah, that are real cool. <laughs> I think the ingredients wouldn't do it good. Yeah or nine. I, went, okay. I like it's one of those things. Like it's so it's not cheap cardboard. It's like yeah. good thick That's stuff. Thick boys, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your policy tokens. They're they're. It's a really good game, and nice. I, I will definitely say it's probably one of the. Yeah, Hitler Hitler is a giant like Komodo dragon. <laughs> um it's one of the easier social deduction games yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um just because it's you're either fascist or you're not. Like there isn't special abilities like in Werewolf where there's the alpha wolf, the mm-hmm. hunter, the child, the witch, the sage, the doctor like that one is a little more stuff you have to track but which I think makes the game a little more interesting. The the I like this game a lot. It's gonna. I'm not poo-pooing it, but it it does have the one thing that I didn't like about a different game. When you have to actively do something or accomplish a physical goal, yeah, I think it is. I don't. I don't think you can role play or have as much um, like free form like you can with Werewolf. Yeah. Or something like that because you know that you have to get these five policies one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Unlike Werewolf was just like, hey, kill the other people. But because there's nothing to focus on, all you can mm-hmm. do is talk. Right. Hmm. And this one is, I mean, like, th- this one is definitely more of a, okay, who keeps working together kind of deal yeah. because you actively have to have two people every time. Right. Um, as opposed to, again, people with these mystical things and then the the other gimmick is with werewolf and witch hunt and mafia and all that stuff like you can actively say information that you know secret yeah. hiller tells you you can't talk yeah like, it doesn't it, stop it, people it's, from it says once but... you know this don't tell the information it's like yeah. but i want to see i feel like uh, this is a game that i haven't played but i was going to say that i felt like this sounded like a more complicated version of werewolf i think that y- it's kind of one of those things of it's like you look 
you hear the rules and you're like, okay, this is kind of complicated. But then you watch, like, if you're not the first person to go and you see how it goes, you're like, oh, yeah, this one, totally makes sense. One time through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I like the idea of the political deduction associated yeah. with it. Um, I think that's a neat it, way to do those social dedu- deduction games. Where, generally speaking, I mean, not that mafia is is fantasy, but um, they, they're they're they've always have seemed a little more fantasy, and this one is very much like no politics or shit. Yeah. Everybody sucks. Also, if you don't get the rules and you end up you're playing and you're a little confused on the back of your uh, markers, if you were the chancellor or the president, it tells you what you can do. Oh, that's cool. So nice. I think in large groups, this would be more fun than werewolf. Yeah, I think yeah. werewolf works better in small groups because it gives everyone some kind of ability. But right. this one is just gigantic, and there's only a couple fascists. Like, yeah. there's not as much. Mm-hmm. In that regard, I do I do think that in bigger groups, I think this works. Better. And this is the only only time that it's okay. You to be would e- yeah, that you would ever be like, I want to be Hitler. <laughs> Every other time, you're like, nope, no, I would much rather never be associated with which that was, bastard. Which was funny because that like that hit when we played like, ooh, should we want to be Hitler? Like, it's a game. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not real. Yeah. Right. You yeah. can want to be Hitler. <laughs> Again, only time that you want to be Hitler. Every other time, if you're a Nazi, Fuck that's you. also you know the the political climate. Yeah, yeah. Very specifically, currently, but in general, I mean. Oh my God, what if they made a Cold War expansion? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Actually, yeah. I think that this game also would be kind of easy to expand to past ten people. I can't imagine yeah. it would be kind of hard. You would just need to get additional fascist and liberal cards to it only goes up to 10 people yeah you only have 10 player marker cards but i I feel like you you can easily do it i wonder if you could also make an expansion for this that was pre-world war ii like hitler before world war ii that would be probably i think this would be like you know i think board games can be an excellent teaching tool and i think this could be a really interesting (laughs) way to get kids Interested in learning about Hitler? Why is it so funny? Yeah, I'm concerned. Where it, had that nothing, was going. it had nothing to do with what you were talking about. Oh, oh my god! So I went on their website because mm-hmm. I was just curious if they were any talks of doing more things. Um, uh, under their F, uh, their FAQ. Um, do you have any updates on when Secret Hitler... Be- oh, that's different. Uh, can I make my own version of the game? Secret Hitler is licensed under the Creative Conscience Attribution 4.0 commercial license. That means you have to give us credit for the original. You're not allowed to profit from it commercially in any way, and you have to license it under the same CC license. Um, but... Uh, where is it? I don't think there's anything funny or cool about fascism. Who can I complain to? President Donald J. Trump, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., 2500 United States. Awesome. If you live in the U.S., you can also text your address to this number to get contact information for your elected representatives. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> so much. Oh my god. Yeah, but back to what we were saying. Um I totally think that if you 
obviously you don't want you don't need to purchase another copy of this game but i'm like as i said you can do a semi-expansion of it like go to it would be awkward but go to like office max and have them copy and reprint on heavy cardstock <laughs> card. some liberal and fascist uh, you don't even need to do that it's printing the print and plays right on their website oh, well well then i mean then you just send it to them so you get some decent cardstock mm-hmm. yep already on the website and then you'll need some some envelopes but you can uh yeah, you can totally because every it's every two additional players you just add an additional fascist. So they yeah. haven't updated yeah. their <laughs> their last post on Facebook was July thirtieth, twenty eighteen. Wow! Oh wow! And then yesterday they updated their address and their business hours. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be an interesting uh. This would be an interesting game to play in like a, a history class just for Yeah. You're you're doing a World War Two. World history or yeah. um poli sci or yeah. like a like a very basic intro poli sci yeah. or a high school government class. Yeah. Cause it's not like it it, it is a game of deceit and the Nazi party was definitely all about the deceit. <laughs> So, I, so, I thoroughly enjoy this game. There is a companion app narrated by Will Wheaton. Okay. <laughs> All it says is the companion. What what is the what is the companion app? Oh, narrated by Will Wheaton. The app will guide you through the initial night phase of the board game Secret Hitler. That's all I know. It doesn't doesn't tell me nothing else. You should get it and tell us what it is. Um, Will Wheaton. <laughs> I'm installing it right now. Yes. Oh, so um, in PAX 2016, oh. they had Trump cards. <laughs> I'm sending you the pictures. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. He's not a fascist, which is you know, I thought where the joke would have been. Yeah, right. That was leaving it up to you for your discretion of what you wanted to do, I no, guess. It's in, it's in full color. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Uh Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I love it when Casey just gets in this. Oh no. Again, this is all on uh, yeah. Oh that's I mean they didn't get the wrong coloring though. Did you see the one I just sent? Wow. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> hands and everything. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, I'm assuming that this doesn't exist anymore, but I'm gonna look. What? Oh God, is the website down? Mm. And this is why they just updated their website. <laughs> uh, what were you looking for? Your secret role: Spicer, Miller, Bannon, Pence, uh. Trump. <laughs> 
The pack was in 2017. <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. The Trump pack includes a bonus Mike Pence card suitable for use in case of impeachment or resignation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> new faces, same reliance of misinformation and scapegoating. The Trump pack adds five new secret hit- secret roles to the hit party game Secret Hitler featuring Donald Trump and the prominent members of administration as of 6-7-17. <laughs> what, will you do? what will you do first? An unconstitutional Muslim ban? Withdraw from popular environmental treaties? Fire the FBI director? The only limits, your imagination. Oh, <laughs> See, the problem would be that if all I, profits donated to ACLU, good. Awesome. The, the the problem I would have with that is if I ever got the Trump card, one, I'd probably vomit a little bit, and two, I would not be able to not do the <laughs> shitty voice the entire time. Available <laughs> in the U.S. only. Parentheses. Trump is our problem. <laughs> we don't want to expand that to the world. Unfortunately, <laughs> it has happened, and oh. we apologize. <laughs> I do like that it is currently sold out. Hopefully they will bring it back. According yeah. to a post two years ago, will these be re-released? It will not. It was a one-time thing. Oh, damn. Then eBay? I love it. I love it. It's nothing new, just new faces for the same roles. Perfect. Oh, so good. That's secret Hitler. It's it's de- it. I I want to say it's like thirty five dollars. It's a, it was forty. It's a cheap. Yeah, it's a it's a cheap. It's a cheap game, realistically speaking. But it is a lot of fun, especially when you get with the good people. If you start role playing, we kind of did at the end when you know you say what your what your policy is, just to kind of rile everybody up, just because it could be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely. I I definitely think it's a good step to getting into. Social deduction games. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I am a big fan. Nice. Yes. Fascists suck, but play or it's fun. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to our random ramblings as we do every week. We greatly appreciate it. Next week is it's Hannah next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you talking about? You wanna give us a little little hinty hint? Yep. All right. Stay tuned. For for nautical based, what it's if she true. like completely throws us like be great. not even no rolling right, no nothing. Just she's like, this is the board game I wanted to talk I'm, about. I'm calling it right now, the NFL fantasy draft game. How <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well? <laughs> she best friend. She was shitting on it so hard just to throw you off. <laughs> She would do that. She would shark us in a in a review session. <laughs> and I would love it. It would be fantastic. <laughs> but please uh please uh rate and review us on whatever your podcatching software is, Stitcher, Amazon, Amazon, that's not a thing. Apple, <laughs> Google Podcasts, whatever it might be, it definitely helps us. Please follow us on social media, defend the table on Facebook and Instagram. We are still posting fairly frequently on Instagram. I haven't posted in two days because my phone's busted, but we've got some stuff coming in. Um, maybe some uh, virtual game nights coming forward because we're all still on lockdown and now no longer together. So we've got other stuff in the pipe, both physical and digital for across the way. 
And thank you to Uptight Sugar for the use of our theme song, Crawl, off of the album I'm Okay, You're Okay, available at UptightSugar.com. Pay what you want. <laughs> Don't forget to go to WhatYouPlayin.com. Read my articles. Not a sponsor, but a sponsor. <laughs> Catch y'all next week. <laughs> you okay over there?